So the Congressional Black Caucus, they understand that if they don't get out there and try to get you back in line to go voting for the Democrats, they themselves are going to be in trouble with the party. So they have come up with a solution. So let's go on and get into their solution. So a top ally of the Congressional Black Caucus is launching a super PAC. Now PAC means political action committee that will spend tens of millions of dollars to mobilize black voters and flipping the house majority for Democrats and electing the first black speaker of the house. Now, I, before we continue, I got an issue and what's, what's my issue? Why are y'all spending this much money, tens of millions of dollars to try to get black people to go vote Democrat? I thought y'all wasn't a party for black people. I thought y'all, I'm talking about black caucus. I thought y'all was an everybody party or people of color, right? Minorities, brown and all of the colors that you call. But when it time, when it gets down to voting, I want black people to pay attention to this. They're not talking about immigrants when it comes to voting. They're not going to spend tens of millions of dollars to go talk to immigrants because they can't legally vote. They're not spending tens of millions of dollars. Go talk to the Asian community. Remember y'all gave them a, a, a hate crime bill. And, and, and look how that turned around and, and, and even bit them because they would turn right around after being given a hate crime bill and go this go join Edward Bloom to, to try to dismantle affirmative action in college admissions and what's happening. That's starting to spill over into other aspects of life, right? I got a video that I will be doing a commentary on. It's actually going to be on the black congregation Well, you're going to have two Asian young ladies admit how their community are anti-black racist and how they don't want their kids around black people. But I'll, I'll, I'll post that. I'm working on that this week. Why aren't you going to talk to the Latino community? Right? Y'all, the black, the congressional black caucus always saying black and brown. Why don't you go talk to the brown sisters and brothers to go vote? Why aren't you spending money to get them? Why don't you go into Univision and Telemundo and all other networks that they have, the radio shows to spend money to get the Latinos to vote? What about the East Indians? Why don't you go invest money with them to come vote? What about the Native Americans, even the $5 ones? Why don't you go talk to them to go vote? You're always following the same pattern. You want us to come out and vote for you. And then what you do is all those people I just named, you give all of the set asides to those people. And what black America is starting to say to you is nah, we good. Go talk to the people that you advocate for. Cause you surely don't advocate for the black community. Now a Nakara Campbell Wallace, the congressional black caucus, uh, PAC's former political director will serve as the executive director of the new organization called Rolling Sea Action Fund. And understand, you better understand the money that's behind that is not coming from the black community. So we know them folks is behind it. No different than those folks was behind Black Lives Matter. And say so it will be aligned but not directly affiliated with the Democratic Congressional Black Caucus. Now look. Come on, y'all. Don't, don't piss on my leg and tell me it's rain. 
you know, good and well, y'all taking marching orders from them. You're not an independent entity that's fighting for black people. So let please, please. So they say, and the group would be organized as a hybrid pack. It's a, a designation that will allow rolling C to both raise money for candidates and have a separate account raising unlimited sums to spend on ads and other election spending. Now we know when you say ads and all that, the regular people, you know, that that's going to rise up and, and, and looking for money. Boule Martin, he's going to be the first one. Oh, well, Roland C needs to spend the money over here with us. Cause we, we the only black media out here that's doing. He always saying he the only like, dude, please, <laughs> you know, it was quite funny to hear, to hear him say that. I'm like, bro, you ain't the only anything. You are one of many, right? You know, the breakfast club, all the different people that, that they use. Uh, all of them will get a bag out of this, of course. But you hear, heard them say they can raise money for candidates. That's, that's also interesting. Now they say, assuming Democrats hold a vacant seat in the Rhode Island, and say in a special election in November, uh, how many black people is in Rhode, Rhode Island? I'm trying to figure that one out because I've been to Rhode Island. And I know in Providence, when I went there, I didn't see a whole lot of us. Now I seen more diverse, I would say diversity. And when I mean by diversity, I mean, I seen blacks, Hispanics, maybe some Asians in Lincoln or Rhode Island, but Rhode Island, uh, I don't know Rhode Island to be so numerous of black people. So what are you talking about on that? So they say holding a special election in November, they say the party needs to just flip just five seats next year's uh, congressional elections to take control of the house. They say if they manage that, House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries is say a former member of the Congressional Black Caucus leadership would be in line to become the country's first black speaker of the house. They say Campbell Wallace had told the news and said the group is confident it will spend more than 10 million on multi-pronged strategy in 2024, including advertising as well as in-person organizing and engagement in key communities. They say the group will be targeting districts that have over an 8% black voting age population in the most competitive seats in the house. But this is what I would say to sister Nakara, sister Nakara, listen, listen to me. You're welcome to come talk with me. I will definitely give you the floor. I want to know what the Democrat party is going to do for black people and why they should vote. I don't need a dollar from you. Just, just, just have it. Let's have a conversation. I'll even put it on African diaspora news channel. The, the, the one who have the most subscribers, I'll make sure it's there. So people, more people can see it, but let's have a conversation. Cause see one thing the Democrats don't do. See, what, wouldn't it be wise? Uh, the Democrat party, wouldn't it be wise to come talk to me since y'all, since y'all, I know y'all know, ain't no, no secret. Y'all know that I have some influence. Y'all know I have a platform. So, come show me where y'all are doing things for black people. But, and, and listen, if you show me you're doing some good things for black people, if you show me that, then I can't even get behind you. I really could. But as what I'm seeing right now, you're not, the, the party isn't doing nothing for the black community and calling people names is not going to get it. Calling people simple Simon, whatever is not going to get it. Saying who's Trump. You don't want him in there. That's not going to get it. You got to show how, what you're doing for the black community, because you got all this money to spend on the black community. Why don't, why don't the congressional black caucus take some of that money and try to get our black people that who are homeless in New York, homeless in Chicago, 
homeless in Houston, homeless in Baltimore, homeless in Atlanta. Why don't you take at least some of that money and try to create ways to get our homeless off the streets and then actually being productive again. But you got all this money to be spending on advertising just so you can hold seats of power. But remember what, what representative Misha Maynard said out of Atlanta, all they say that you got to keep giving them hope. You can't give us hope. Advertising is not going to get it. This is not the old days. People have more access to information. We have access to AI. Okay. So, so we inundated with information. So advertising just not going to get it anymore. I don't know why y'all think this the old days. Like them day you do better beyond what you, if I had to be in that position, I would say, look, we got to figure out a way to get the talking heads that got the ear to people. We got to do whatever we got to do to get them on our side. So we got to come up with some policies. Then that's what we got to do. Because if I had to spend the money, I would go to every talking, every person that's, that's talking and got an audience. And that's the people I'll be trying to go to. That would be so much more beneficial than you spending money with networks that nobody even watch anymore. That's, that's silly. I'm just saying that's just so silly. But let's continue. They say, but she didn't rule out the group playing in primary races either. She says that we know that black voters are the cornerstone of the Democratic Party and are protecting American democracy. Sister Nakara, Sister Nakara, we are not the cornerstone of the Democratic Party because we're not the priority of the Democratic Party. See, people that I view as a cornerstone is who I prioritize. I don't look at someone as my cornerstone and say, F them, I'm prioritizing everybody else that didn't even vote for me. Hell, you got more priorities with Ukraine who didn't even cast a single vote for the Democrat party. Your cornerstone, as you're saying, sister Nakara is talking about lineage based reparations. And the Democrat party is saying, yeah, we may do a study, but it, it, well, it's not no cash payments, but it's just a study that that's, that's far as you'll go with it. But you didn't do no study by Ukraine, no study, right? So you, we are watching billions and billions of dollars go out to people who didn't even vote people who are not even citizens of the United States of America. And yet the people who have suffered generationally decades and even centuries in the United States of America say, Hey, we need lineage based reparations in the form of cash payments due to all the things that's been stolen from us due to the white supremacist terrorism, due to all different things that's happened that put us in the economic conditions that we're in. You saying, no, nah, y'all ain't getting nothing. Remember what Clyde Burns said? Hell no, you ain't getting it. That's a dem That's what the Democrat party is saying. And Clyde Burns is up there with the Democrats. Okay. He's not no low ranking Democrat. He's a high ranking Democrat. And he said, hell no, you're not getting it. So how are we the cornerstone of the Democrat party? And why is it our job, sister Nakara, to protect American democracy when we don't even get to participate in American democracy. Every time you look up race soldiers are taking the lives of black people. That's not democracy. That's a violation of human rights, even on the international level. Sister, sister Nakara, why is it our job to protect American democracy when we're, we are the most incarcerated people on the planet? America incarcerates more people than even the China 
And China got over a billion people over there. And we're targeted. We're less in numbers than, than, uh, them folks. And by numbers, it should be them folks in jail the most, not the other way around. It doesn't even make sense. Sister, Sister Nakara, we supposed to be protecting American democracy that will not even give us home loans or business loans. Even if we have high credit scores, we have the money, right? We supposed to be protecting American democracy when this country tries to figure out every way, shape, form or fashion to sabotage the economic progress of the black man and woman of America. We supposed to be protecting that. No ma'am, no ma'am, no ma'am. That is not our job. Once again, go talk to the Asians and tell them they need to be protecting American democracy because the Democrat party done something for them. Why aren't you leaning on the Asian community to go vote for you? Why you have every right to go talk to them. You have every right to go talk to the LGBT community. You do things for them. Why do, why are y'all not look, why not y'all spending money to mobilize the LGBTQ vote? Why? Why aren't you mobilizing the Hispanic vote? Why don't you mobilize in the, the, the uh, Jewish vote? The Native American vote, the East Indian vote, the Arab vote. Why aren't y'all mobilizing all those votes? Why only us? Every, listen, y'all, every, it's, it's disrespectful at this point. Everybody else is left alone. But we're constantly being text. We're constantly having our doors knocked on. We're literally being harassed to vote for the Democrat Party. But everybody else is left alone. They're not spending no money on these other groups. But yet when we come out to vote as a collective, all those other groups benefit. So, so you literally still being a slave because slaves don't get anything and slaves benefit others. So all these other groups could sit in their house, not even do nothing and benefit. But you the one got out your house. You the one, uh, waste your gas. Our elderly people trying to do their best to early vote and do different things because they want to protect American democracy. No, sister. No, 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 sister. No. I'm sorry, sister. No. That's like Campbell Wallace said, it's in an interview, it said ahead of the group's long say this would be something where we have an always on effort to empower and mobilize black voters and make sure that we are reflecting the diversity and amazingness of America. So if you're talking about diversity, right? You're not talking about black folk. You're talking about everybody. Once again, go mobilize for everybody else. They say we recognize as Democrats that we can do more and support black voters who have been the cornerstone of our democracy have turned out in record numbers overwhelmingly. She's using the same terminology. Black voters are the only voters for the Democrat party. There are white people that vote for Democrats too. Why don't you go target the white vote? She had to say, so this is more of a love letter to make sure that they understand that we are here for you. We hear you, your interests, and we want to make sure that we're really driving that point home. Oh, okay. That Obama, I hear you, but don't do nothing for you. <laughs> that that's what they do. You remember that letter Hillary Clinton got about black lives matter. 
It said, listen, tell them I hear you. We're listening. We're going to look into it, but don't promise them anything. You remember that got leaked out? And that's the same policy, benign and neglect. So we're going to benign and neglect voting for you. That's all. Listen, you benign neglect us. We benign and neglect you. Okay. It's only fair. You prioritize us. We prioritize you. How you prioritize us? Lineage-based reparations for cash payments. We got to have that. Hope doesn't mean crap. Hope doesn't translate into USD. It don't. Okay. Now they continue to say black voters, unfortunately, overwhelmingly pull the lever for Democrats with exit polls from the 2022 midterm elections. Show about 86% of black voters siding with Democrats or polling has shown a clear decline in the party's image over the last decade plus. I wonder why. Who showed up in the past decade that stopped putting information and letting you know how the Democrats really treat black people? But they don't want to say. And understand some net midterms. Oh, the black community didn't show up. They talking about the black people that did vote. Oh, but they had a big decline in, in actual voters. 2009 merged polling, 76% of black voters had held a positive view of the Democrat party and just 7% had a negative view. Now they said uh, in, in polling from April this year, 61% of registered black voters had a positive view of the Democratic party and 15% had a negative view. And that 15% is going to steadily increase. They say when they asked about that trend, Campbell Wilder said that the group's always on approach can help keep black voters engaged. She specifically pointed to president Joe Biden and vice president Kamala Harris efforts on unemployment infrastructure and say in student loans, as well as what Biden and Harris representation means for our communities. Lord, here we go. With that representation crap representation doesn't mean nothing. If it doesn't turn into tangibles for the black community, listen, gone are the days where Oh, he looks like me. Oh, she looks like me. And then you, you nothing but a black face for white supremacy. You sign on laws and everything. And listen, all those, he looks like me. And she looks like me. They all signed the Asian hate crime bill. If they really look like me and, and, and sided with me, the congressional black caucus would have stood up at that moment and said, Hey, black Americans need to be added to this bill too. According to FBI statistics, it has been recorded every year. Black Americans are the number one victim of hate crimes in this country. So black Americans have to be added to that bill. See, that's when I feel like, oh yeah, they represent me. They really look like me. You understand? Not now one of them stood up for us at that time. They didn't. So I don't want to hear all that. He looked like me. She looked like me. I don't care what you look like. I don't care what race you are. If you're going to do something for black people, then I'm with you. I don't care what color. If you do something for black people, you got my vote. I don't care about a person's color. You trying to say black people are stupid or something that we can only, we can only uh, uh, support somebody just because they black like us. That's silly. That's utterly silly. Now let's continue. So she said that, they're having an effort is focused on taking back the house and getting to 218 as a democratic members and making Hakeem Jeffries speaker say she brought up the fact that there are no black women in the Senate and that congressional black caucus members are running for higher office, notably California representative Barbara Lee, a former CBC chair is running for Senate. He said, we have to protect our own 
and support our own. Then they asked her again about whether the group plans to take sides in the primary races. Campbell Wallace simply replied, we'll see. In other words, no, but she didn't have no answer for about the decline because she knows why the decline is happening. She knows because it's just that simple. The people need lineage based reparations. That's simple. And the reparations conversation has taken off even globally. You can't ignore the lineage based reparations conversation no longer. They're trying, but you can't ignore it. Okay. So as long as the Democrats avoid that and don't want to talk about it and don't want to take a side with lineage based reparations, then you're going to see y'all going to start losing elections and the Republicans are going to win. Cause people are going to be like, I don't, cause there's a lot of people say this. They tell me, Phil, look, I don't like food Democrat and I'm not gonna fool the Republicans either. I'm not gonna fool now one of them. So I'm gonna set it out. And like I told y'all before, if you choose to set it out, I'm good. At least you didn't give your votes to Democrats. If you are the type of person say, you know what? I don't want to vote for a Democrat. I don't want to vote for a Republican either. I'll vote for Cornell West. I'll vote for the green party. I'll vote for a third party just to spite them. Good. If you say, Hey, I'm gonna vote for Republicans because well, I know some of them got some racism, but you know what? I'm still going to vote over there because I want to spite them. And actually some things they're talking about, I agree with like the immigration thing, uh, uh, this alternative lifestyle stuff going too far, targeting our children. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, cause uh, listen, sometime in life, the enemy of my enemy is my friend sometime. And you can have short alliances at times in life with people that may be your enemy, but y'all friends on this issue. Now, once this issue's done and we go back to opposing sides, but at least on this issue, you with me, I'm with you. Hey, we got to put a stop to this because one thing that we need to reinstitute and which a lot of black people are saying, we need to bring back the traditional family and great numbers and great force because all this breaking up the family Everything is against family is destroying the nation. Literally. You cannot have a nation without strong family structure. You also can't have a nation without a strong moral code. You can't have a nation without a, a godly fear of the Lord himself. Because either, because one thing about that, either you're going to serve the Lord or you're going to serve Satan. You can't serve both. You're going to choose one or the other. And unfortunately, a lot of our people have chose Satan. Because they love the lifestyle that Satan provides. They, they love the, the conference of Satan. And, and, and they don't want to take the, the, the righteous road, unfortunately. But, but as some of us have said, we will take that righteous road. And we know to take the righteous road because our people always took the righteous road. And I said that a third of us, you know, is going to make it. And the rest, two thirds is going to fall away. And so those who choose Satan, they're going to fall away. And it's going to be sad to see them fall away because we love our people. Right. But they must go the way of Satan. So we can go on the path of righteousness and we know righteousness, righteousness say you must make wrong things. Right. And lineage based reparations is correcting a wrong, a historic wrong that was done to black America. And for our people, to be trying to go around that shame, shame on any black person that want to go around that shame on you because you rather side with Satan 
and to, to deceive black people. Cause that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to deceive black people to get you in power. So you can do it for everybody else, but the people that, that, that you got you in power, the so-called cornerstone, you're not going to do nothing for the cornerstone. So no black people, no black people are not. Listen, we are not fighting no more for other people. We're done. We've done enough. These people that we fought for, they disrespect us. We fought for Asians and then they got Asians. that can't stand our black behind. They feel the same way like white supremacists do to our black people. We got Arabs that feel that way. We got uh, 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 East Indians that feel that way. We know the white supremacist, how he feels. We got some Hispanics that feel that way. So no, we're not fighting for nobody no more. You go fight on your own. If they want to take away affirmative action, fine, take it. We good because we never had that before anyway. And our people work just fine together. Take it, take it all away. I'm a firm believer. Take it all away. Take it all. Because when they take it all, our people going to unify and do what we need to do. These other groups, that's a different story. They going to be the one whining. If they take everything away, it won't be us. You see how we didn't get out there crying and, and in the streets talking about affirmative action. Cause we know it didn't benefit us. It didn't. So let it go away. You got these Republican attorney generals telling companies they can't be using affirmative action for hiring. Are they going to sue them and all of that? They can't be using quotas and all of that. Go ahead. Get at these companies. Why not? Why not? So if they want to do some all white hiring, let them do it. Because that means if we get a black owned company, that means we can hire nothing but black people and they can't say nothing. If that's what they, if that's the route they're going to go, you know, you know me, y'all, I, I just, that's just the way I think I'm like, because I understand we didn't got too comfortable as a people and it, and it has harmed us. All these, these conference has harmed our community and stifled the growth of our community. We do a lot better when we got pressure on us. Even the pandemic had put pressure on us. And what happened during the pressure of the pandemic, black folks created more small businesses than any other group in this country with a little pressure. When we get comfortable, we, we just party and BS. That's what we do. Getting high, getting drunk, sleeping with everybody in a, in a restaurant, just eating old th- everything. So no, let the pressure come because I know we the type of people you put pressure on us. We make diamonds. We need that pressure. Unfortunately, I wish we didn't need it like that, but we do. So I don't have, so Democrat party. No, 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 no. The decept, the days of deceiving us is over. It's over. Either bring lineage based reparations or y'all can just lose another election. It's just that simple.